Welcome. You're listening to Faith vs. Weight with Maria Bauer. Maria is a former U.S. Navy Health Information Systems Officer, current health and wellness coach, and author of the book, Faith vs. Weight, reminding you that you already have victory in Christ. Now, here's your host, Maria Bauer. Hello, and welcome to Faith vs. Weight. Thank you for joining me here today. If you have been searching for a biblically-based Christian weight management program and prefer weekly episodes, check out Season 1, Episodes 1-10 through 10 of this podcast. If you prefer shorter but more frequent bite-sized daily episodes, check out Season 2, Episode 13-63 through 63 of this podcast. You are now listening to Season 3, Episodes 64 and Counting, Daily Devo, Power to Persevere, intended to follow Season 1 and or Season 2, biblically inspiring you to boldly go the distance on your health and wellness journey. Today is inspired by Judges 9-11, through 11, Psalm 17, and Luke 23, with our opening Bible verse coming from Psalm 17:5. As for me, I shall see your face in righteousness. I shall be satisfied when I awake with seeing your form. Today's reflection, are you satisfied? What will it take for us to be satisfied? No matter what has been accomplished, attained, achieved, or acquired, there is a next artificial milestone that we manufacture in our minds that we believe will satisfy us until it doesn't. When I read the words of David, I can see why he was described as a man after God's own heart. When David was younger, he was idealistic and wanted to protect the Lord's honor by defeating Goliath. By the time David was older, he knew the Lord on a more intimate level through his many trials, tribulations, and triumphs. Rising to the top, it would appear to the rest of us minions that being king would be the ultimate satisfaction. But it wasn't. After all of that, David knew that the only thing that truly satisfied was and still is the Lord. As for me, I shall see your face in righteousness. I shall be satisfied when I awake with seeing your form. Psalm 17.5. We experience fleeting glimpses of this type of satisfaction at church during times of worship. Maybe when you were first born again, you felt as if you were completed. However, now and again, there may be an ache suggesting that something is missing. So we look for the next thing to conquer. The readings today involve many power struggles, starting with Abimelech, the son of Gideon, convincing everyone that he should be the leader of the Israelite city Shechem after his father's death. Abimelech accomplishes this by hiring a bunch of thugs to slaughter all 70 of his brothers. Abimelech's father, Gideon, was a conqueror, but not through questionable means. Gideon actually started out as a humble and unassuming man. Although he grew in fame and prowess, Gideon turned down the opportunity to be king and left that to the Lord. Gideon was actually beating the wheat for the vine press when an angel appeared to him, telling him that he was a mighty man of valor. Gideon was so shocked by this that he did not even believe it at first. Yet he followed the Lord and wound up accomplishing one victory after another for Israel, just as the angel of the Lord suggested. Instead, Abimelech was power hungry. Unlike Gideon, he was not willing to follow the Lord, since following the Lord may not have meant that he would be king. In Abimelech's mind, being king was the only thing that would satisfy. In a culture that is never satisfied, we are constantly being prodded to go for what we believe is our calling and then throw a little Jesus on the side. We are actually supposed to go for Jesus first and then learn what our calling is instead of telling him what we think it should be. In the case of Abimelech, he temporarily got what he wanted, but there was one loose end. Jotham, the youngest son of Jeroboam, otherwise known as Gideon, was left, for he hid himself 
Judges 9.5. There was one of Gideon's sons who escaped Abimelech's murderous rage. His name was Jotham. Jotham goes on to share a parable about being satisfied with God's calling on your life. The trees went forth on a time to anoint a king over them. And they said to the olive tree, reign you over us. But the olive tree said to them, should I leave my fatness with which me, they honor God and man and go to wave back and forth over the trees? The tree said to the fig tree, come and reign over us. But the fig tree said to them, should I leave my sweetness and my good fruit and go to wave back and forth over the trees? The tree said to the vine, come and reign over us. The vine said to them, should I leave my new wine, which cheers God and man and go to wave back and forth over the trees? Then all the trees said to the bramble, come and reign over us. The bramble said to the trees, if in truth you anoint me king over you, then come and take refuge in my shade. And if not, let fire come out of the bramble and devour the cedars of Lebanon. Judges 9, 8 through 15. The olive tree, fig tree, and grapevine were content in their God-given roles. They were not trying to force themselves into being something that they were not meant to be for some possible potential approval of the other trees. They just wanted to be authentic. Yet the bramble was happy to be anointed as king as long as they could get away with it. Eventually, Abimelech, referred to as the bramble in the aforementioned passage, gets his due. Other judges rise in power and Israel prevails. In Luke 23, we see another type of bramble in another type of power struggle, this time crucifying Jesus. It is no mystery why humankind continues to struggle with what we believe will satisfy and act out accordingly with resulting bad habits, unhealthy eating, drinking, media, etc., instead of checking our egos at the foot of the cross. If this is your issue, present company included, put the cross between you and your ego. But wait, what if there is a clear calling on your life from the Lord that has not yet been fulfilled? Just like there are seasons in life, there are seasons in nature. Nature is a great example showing us that just because we can't see everything happening at once, that doesn't mean it's not happening. A few judges later, we meet Jephthah. We are told he is the illegitimate son of Gilead and a prostitute. Now, Jephthah, the Gileadite, was a mighty man of valor, and he was the son of a prostitute, and Gilead became the father of Jephthah. Gilead's wife bore him sons, and when his wife's sons grew up, they drove out Jephthah and said to him, You shall not inherit our father's house, for you are the son of another woman. Judges 11, 1 through 2. The Bible says that Jephthah lived in exile with a bunch of vain fellows until the day that the inhabitants of Gilead realized they couldn't live without him and begged him to be their leader. Jephthah said to the elders of Gilead, Did you not hate me and drive me out of my father's house? And why have you come to me now when you are in distress? Judges 11.7. Jephthah's remarkable ascent to leadership only happened when it was Jephthah's season to lead. Jephthah was the least likely to lead during one season of his life, yet he wound up being the only one that could lead during another season of his life, because that is when the Spirit of the Lord passed over him, Judges 11.29. Today's reflection, are you satisfied? Today's action, pray, Lord, help me to recognize the season I am in. Help me to joyfully serve in it, attempting to do no more or no less than what the Spirit of the Lord is enabling me to do. Move. 
physically lay down your expectations at the foot of the cross. Try writing them in a journal. If these expectations are God-intended, they will happen in His timing, not yours. Act. When the urge to compare yourself to others comes up, write down the different seasons of life you have already experienced. Thank God for each one. Notice how unique each one is. There's more to come. Today's Daily Devo, Power to Persevere, was inspired by Judges 9-11, through Psalm 17, and Luke 23. If you found this podcast to be helpful, please review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite way to listen. Your review matters. When you review and subscribe, you can both encourage others and not miss a single episode as you continue to be biblically inspired to boldly go the distance on your health and wellness journey. To follow Faith vs. Weight on social, check out Instagram and Facebook. For additional program information or to contact me, Maria, please go to mariabauer.com. That's M-A-R-I-A-B as in boy, O-W-E-R.com. For your Christian-based daily dose of health and wellness encouragement, please subscribe to this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen. Are you searching for a Christian-based weight management program that actually works? Check out Season 1, Episodes 1 through 10, and Season 2, Episodes 13 through 63 of this podcast. For the print and Kindle versions, check out the book, Faith vs. Weight, Magnifying the Glory of God, an action guide, Faith vs. Weight, Daily Strength to Shine. You have been listening to Season 3, Daily Devo, Power to Persevere, designed to help you boldly go the distance on your health and wellness journey. Biblical encouragement from today's podcast came from the Dwell Bible audio app, the Bible in One Year, five-day-a-week plan. Thank you for listening to Faith vs. Weight, reminding you that you already have victory in Christ. Consult your physician before starting any weight loss or exercise program 